Hey, good morning, afternoon, evening, or ass crack of dawn to you race fans, and welcome back to a new episode of Roland Race News. Sorry shit's taken so long, it's been pretty busy, but we're going to get right back into it. Um, this first one, I was going to kind of keep the away from the show, just because this is not a NASCAR show, but I had talked to Dan Taylor about it, and then he happened to shoot, or shoot out, shout out about it on the front stretch, so I wanted to go ahead and talk for a little bit about this overweight crybaby randy the plumber if you haven't seen him he's the guy that's like oh shit kyle larson's taking the lead you'll see his videos on facebook um just screaming over race finishes which is all well and good well then he took to facebook on sunday with the biggest crybaby wine tit moment that i've seen in a long time that's not a fucking cooler I ain't going back to Texas Motor Speedway until I can have a cooler. Well, here's the thing there, Randall. Texas Motor Speedway is a business. Businesses can create their own policy. So, sorry about your fucking feelings, but they have a racetrack to run. Do Did people just magically forget that a ton of racetracks sat 2020 out? With either no races, or no fans, or a limited capacity, the millions of dollars lost over the course of the year? And did he forget that it's 2021? It's not 1999. Over 80% of racetracks and sports venues altogether have a ban on outside food or drinks. This wine tit wouldn't get wouldn't make it in Nebraska for five minutes at a racetrack when he walked up and realized that there's no outside food or drink. If you're in Nebraska, we've dealt with this our whole life. If it's that expensive for you, if paying an extra five bucks to get yourself two bottles of water is gonna just break your race weekend, then maybe you should just stay home and watch it for free. Save yourself the gas, save yourself the pure heartbreak of having to buy a bottle of water or a beer at a racetrack. Seriously, of all the hills to die on and you want to go complaining about not being allowed to take a cooler into a racetrack. All right, so that's over with. Randy's a crybaby. If you disagree with it, check out the voicemail link in the comments. Leave me a voicemail. Tell me I'm an idiot. I'm fine with that. Anyways, let's get over what we're actually going to talk about today. Today... I've got a great list of interviews for you. Um, We've talked a lot. I guess we haven't talked a shitload. But I've been sitting here and I'll, I'll just go out in the garage and record some shit about the things that are going on in the racing community right now. So right now, um, unless you're going to Eagle on Saturdays, car counts are looking nothing short of atrocious. Last night at US 30, yeah, it was hot. I'm, you know, I'm not upset that it was hot. If you legitimately had a health concern with the heat or something, then okay, maybe I'll give you a little bit of sympathy. But seven stock cars, seven sport mods, eight hobby stocks, and 10 late models. I'm trying to get better at cussing on this show. I know you couldn't tell with that first little segment, but seriously, guys, what the fuck? 
I can't even begin to think of how much money US 30 had to eat last night over a car count like that. And it's not just US 30. US 30, those guys work so hard to get that track up and running and give people a good place to race on Thursday nights. I-80 does the same thing on Friday nights. Beatrice does the same thing on Friday nights. Beatrice is a whole other story that I could devote an entire episode to. But McCool, everybody around here is just getting awful car counts. There are so many modifieds, hobby stocks, stock cars, sport mods, and there's plenty more than 10 late models in the area. Why are people not getting these cars out and driving them? Oh, Later on in the show, you're going to hear from Adam Baker, Brian Baker, and Brent Curran, all guys from California that just drove here so that they could race for a weekend. These are guys that have two tracks within 15 minutes of their doorstep that drove halfway across the country to come race at our badass racetracks. Thursday night, they went down to Columbus, supported those guys at US 30 Speedway because that's what you do. You support your local racetrack. Friday night, Beatrice rained out for them, so they rolled down to Salina Speedway, helped out there. Talk about a crappy car count over at Salina. I guess it wasn't really the crappiest of car counts in the sport mod division, but it looked like they had about eight DNFs, so a lot of guys had a rough night. Adam Baker was one of them, and you know what? When he rolled into Eagle Raceway on Saturday afternoon, he was all smiles because you know what? Sometimes you get wrecked. It's racing. If you can't handle it, take up basket weaving or bowling. Flat out. All right. So anyways, I'm going to quit rambling and get into these interviews here. So today, I hope you enjoy our first segment with Brandon Spanger. We'll be right back on Roland Race News. Hey, race fans, welcome back into Roland Race News, hanging out out here with an Eagle Raceway Ace Electric interview, hanging out with a guy who's really making some waves across the area, Brandon Spanger at the 19XX Sport Mod. Brandon, you picked off four wins so far this year at three different racetracks. That's racetracks. That's got to feel like an awesome way to start your season off. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun uh, just racing every chance we get and running the best we can and trying to work hard and get her done. Absolutely. Well, it looks like you're doing a great job with it, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Not just that you're going out there and racing and finding success doing it, but a lot of tracks around the area are really struggling for car counts, and it's nice to see road warriors like you getting up and down the road and doing this. Yeah, I don't know, man. I really wish that we could have more cars every night everywhere we go, but, I mean, out here every night we've got great cars. I mean, I think we've been averaging around 15 in Columbus. We've had uh, excellent car counts so far the two nights that Beatrice has raced. I think we've had B features both nights. Um, I know I-80's doing really well. You know, there's a lot of tracks that are doing well, but, you know, sometimes it's just tough for guys to get out every night and... I'm fortunate to be able to race as much as I can. Absolutely. Well, we definitely are grateful for you doing it. So it's the weekend of June 12th. We're hanging out at Eagle. You picked up the win at US 30 Thursday night, uh, got rained out, washed away, and caught up on some beer drinking Friday night. We're out here at Eagle tonight. (laughs) Do you have any plans for the rest of the weekend? Uh, Well, we're going to get through tonight. Um, Hopefully have a good night out here. I'm excited to be here. I was at a wedding last week, so I missed 
the races on Saturday night, and then uh, tomorrow night we're going to head out to Lexington and race with Chad Dolan. Well, that'll be a good time. I know Dawson County Raceway really strives to put on a good show. You've already been successful down there once this year, haven't you? Yeah, we. Uh, they've only had one race so far. Uh, the weather kind of got in the way, and then just, you know, uh, early May is tough to get out when, oh, yeah. with, with the weather, but... Uh, the second night is coming up this week. He's got an event going on every week now through the 4th of July, so we'll have some fun and hopefully uh, get her done again. Well, hell yeah. I like the sound of that. Um, I'm starting to hear some motors. It looks like they're bringing tractors off the track, so we're going to be headed into hot laps here at Eagle Raceway any minute now. So before I let you go, run me through some sponsors and support. Um, well, first and foremost, my old man uh, does everything for me, keeps me going. Uh, Dane, Jacob, my crew guys, Josh. Uh, everybody at the shop, my fiance Kate, uh, we got a ton of sponsors that support us, Nelson Tree Service, An Eight Family Chiropractic, uh, Crete Ace Hardware, Culligan of Crete, uh, Jordan Grabowski Racing, uh, Westgate Bank, uh, VP Heartland Racing Fuels, uh, Kramer Bar and Grill, those guys are awesome. Um, you know, I'm sure I'm forgetting some people, GRT Race Cars, uh, Kevin Stowe Engineering, uh, it's just, I, I can't even imagine being able to thank everybody enough for all they do for me to keep this thing going. Well, I want to thank you a ton for just hanging out and talking with me for a couple minutes. Good luck tonight. Everybody, that's the 19 X Sport Mod throughout the area, Brandon Spanger. Thank all right, race fans, thanks for tuning in, and thank you for listening to Roland Race News. I am a bit out of my region right now, hanging out with a couple of California guys. We'll get it started off with Brian Baker. Brian, his brother, Adam? Yeah. All right, yeah. it is his brother, Adam, and a buddy of theirs, Kurt. Yeah, Brent Curran. Brent Curran. The yeah. announcers couldn't get it right. <laughs> I can't get it right. You might want to hold that mic just a little bit closer. Um, so you guys made the trip all the way from California. Just so you had somewhere fun to come and run. Tell us a little bit about that. Where do you guys run at home, and what makes you want to trek clear across the country to come do this? Uh, yeah, so I'm Brian. Uh, we typically race at Bakersfield, California. That's our hometown track. Uh, Scott Schweitzer and them run a pretty decent facility there. Uh, as far as coming out here to the Midwest, uh, we kind of do a couple trips a year. Uh, Eagle's kind of on our list every year to come to, so it was you know, fortunate to come back here. Uh, we do uh, three, four races a weekend out here, run uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, just try to get a couple of those in as we're out here. So uh, when you're back at home, do you guys get the opportunity to run multiple times a week like that? Uh, no. Um, there are some races where we can run Friday nights, uh, but the distance between those are, you know, four or five hours apart. So it's not very feasible to run Friday night, Saturday night, and travel like that. Um, here, where they're 40 minutes apart, it's easy to do that. So... Typically, one night shows a weekend for us there. That can kind of minimize the maintenance, but I can definitely see how you'd like to get out and run a couple nights because, obviously, the more you run, the better you get, the more versatile you Correct. get with different racetracks. It's, it's just got to be a ton of fun. Um, I guess kind of going off the racing topic, what's the best thing that you see between California and Nebraska? Oh, uh, it's green. Uh, you know, the eyes the eyes are kind of sore from, you know, the color change. You almost kind of feel like you're colorblind at home when you, until you come out here and you see uh, the definition of greenery really stands out to you. Um, and the people. Uh, we love the people when we come out here, the fans, uh, the locals. Every, you walk into a gas station, someone wants to talk to you and just, you know, say hello. So yeah, that's good you're wearing know. a racing T-shirt with an out-of-state plate. Everybody wants to be your friend. So um, for racing, I know you guys... 
run the uh, Razor chassis by Roth. Have you always been in the Sport Mod, or did you get your start in something different? Uh, both my brother and I, uh, we ran midgets for a little while. Um, pretty predominant in that stuff. We did pretty good. Uh, and then we both kind of ventured out of that, and we went to desert racing, did a lot of off-road stuff. Uh, ran there for a few years, and that eventually is what we started our Baker Fabrication business with, doing off-road fabrication. And that just kind of also bled into doing multiple types of fabrication. So um, I got offered a couple rides to uh, drive cars and stuff like that for some people. And that just eventually just bought cars again. And uh, as soon as I bought my Razor last year, Adam purchased one right after that. So Just like brothers do, you've got to <laughs> kind of copy one another. But it looks like you guys both came out with some really fast race cars, and you like to have a lot of fun doing it. And yeah. You guys have always just been so fan-friendly. Your social media is where it should be. It's, it's just really impressive to see what is really a local operation that just so happens to every once in a while pack up the rigs, pack up the yeah. coolers, and drive halfway across the country just for a weekend of fun. And I, I tell you what, Brian, I just love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fan thing is uh, if it wasn't for the fans, we'd have no reason to be here. Exactly. So, so when I come to places like this, my, my wife tells me all the time we could just go to some random gas station in a state we've never been to, and someone will be like, hey, is that Brian Baker? You know, so that's... Uh, I love that. I love I love interacting with the fans and the people. I do the shirts, the stickers and koozies and all that stuff to be able to give to those. And uh, if a little kid wants to sit in a race car, that's the kid that will be out here tomorrow wanting to do it again. So You've got that right. They're that the is, future. So. That is the best thing that you can do is to let a kid sit in your race car. It's you know I, I hate to say it, but you're kind of an enabler because you're just welcoming yeah. them to the addiction. So yeah. before I let you go and roll <laughs> on to your brother, run us through some sponsors and support on the 11 machine. Uh, the biggest thing I think is my wife, Elasia. Uh, she really puts in a lot of effort into this program, lets me, uh, lets me do these trips, and fortunate enough, she's here with us. Uh, Roth Racing at uh, Travis, I mean, him and everybody in the shop, uh, Lance, Dylan, uh, Kyle now, who's there, is a real big help. Jason in the fab shop, they're all good people. They keep our cars in top shape. Um, I got Dave Reeves at Reeves Complete Auto Center. He's a huge help to our team. He's been so, a friend of ours for a long time. Uh, Daryl Abbott, Destin for Destruction, he really helped us out on our t-shirt sales to be able to come back and give to the locals and stuff at the tracks we go to. Uh, Fry Motorsports, I've got uh, Fab Barrel Productions out of uh, I Know Oklahoma, that's my sister, she really helps us out there too. Um, uh, Spy Racing, uh, they really help us out with our tires and stuff throughout the year. Uh, Elite Measurement, uh, Robbie. Uh, they're all good people to us too. So without them, this wouldn't be possible. And uh, I get to do what I love to do because of those guys. So that is, you know, that's just amazing, and it speaks worlds for the racing community because you listed sponsors in three or four states. You kind of only get to run one or two tracks around the home area, but you exactly. still have that many people that support you when you, you know, not only for your weekly stuff, but when you get a wild whim to go halfway across the country. And I, I don't know, man. I just love it. You don't see as many road warriors as you used to out here. So yeah. I want to thank you for taking time to talk to me. And I'm definitely going to have to get some stickers before you hit the road. I got them. So let me know. Yeah, All I appreciate right. it. Thank you. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to Roland Race News. We'll be right back once again out of Bakersfield, California. That's Brian Baker. All right, race fans, once again, thanks for hanging on through that commercial break. We're back again, and we are going, going back, back to Cali. We're hanging out this time with Adam Baker, brother of Brian Baker. So, Adam, we're going to spill the tea on this one, shoot the shit, as they would say, I guess. So, who got started racing first? Who's the better racer? 
So I, I would definitely say my brother. Um, we've always kind of been into racing, you know, go-karts, and then we ran micros, ran midgets, uh, sprint cars a couple times. Then uh, my brother, you know, ventured into sport mods for somebody. And then uh, ever since then, it's just grown and snowballed and, you know, kind of took a break from it for a while. You know, like my brother had mentioned, uh, we did off-road stuff. And then, again, got back into another car. He said, I want to go dirt track racing again. It never left us. We always were still at the track, you know, and, and uh, he bought a brand-new car, and that led me to buying a brand-new car, and, and now we're doing it together. So it's a lot of it was him, you know, put, putting it in my arm, <laughs> as you would say. But uh, he, uh, he helped out a lot with that, and we did a lot of traveling together, and I, I feel like it was finally time for me to have some fun too. So here I am, my 10th race ever in a sport mod at Eagle Raceway in Nebraska. So... 10th race ever, man. That is, I, I don't know. I still just love it because you've got people who raced out here at Eagle for 15, 20, 30 years that don't venture down the road to other tracks. And, I mean, you guys hauled to Bristol. You've yeah. hauled here. You make a couple trips back to Nebraska a year, and it's all for the love of racing. That's something that you don't see as often as you used to. And just like when I was talking to Brian, I, I you know, pardon my profanity, but I fucking love it. Right. Yeah, and, and and we're we're love we're in love with it too. You know, like we we it's more or less the fans, the people, the amount of people we've got to meet uh, just on the road, and a lot of a lot of support from people that we don't know. Like you know, my brother mentioned, we'll go to a gas station. Someone would be like, "Oh my God, it's the Breaker Brothers!" You know, where are you guys headed to this weekend? We're in the middle of nowhere. You're getting some gas. You yeah, know? just so owning your own notoriety just for right. doing what you love. Yeah, and and you know we've uh, you know it's it's people like officials at speedways or. You know, us going to Boone or, you know, we went to Knoxville, met so many friends. And then we were like, hey, let's go to Bristol and made the show there and met more friends that we could call family than we, we would have friends at home. That's really and, what racing all boils down to. And I didn't mean to cut you off yeah, there, but no. racing really, it, it does take the bonds of friendship and turns it into family. Of uh, course. Garth Brooks said it best, and I hate saying that, but <laughs> blood is thicker than water, but love is thicker than blood. And racing is about the thickest of them all. Of course. You know, and, and we're happy to be back here. We we love it back here. You know, we came back here last year. We actually bought my car. It was brand new. We picked it up. And uh, my brother, um, you know, it's tough competition here. I ran a, a, a B and C main here. You know, an unfortunate, you know, stuff happened there. I, I got docked to, you know, positions. But, you know, that's part of it. That's racing. I'm new to it. I should have known a cone. It was not explained to me. Back home, we don't do that no more. Really? And uh, no, not at all. So we, we start our our you know, back to single file. And once it goes green, you go. And, um, I, I wasn't aware of the cone deal here and then, and it was spoken to me. I didn't hear it. So it is what it is, but I learned and, you know, started last place, finished third. And, uh, but you know, unfortunately didn't get to make the main, but I made a B and C main, you know, and, and I'm okay with that. That's still something truly admirable when you can get, you know, a call placed on you and still come out of here with a positive, you know, a positive attitude. That's something that not everybody can do, and it's, you know, that's, I'm so glad that I came down and stopped and talked to you guys tonight. We appreciate it greatly, you know, and, and, and that whole thing, you know, my brother, he's done it a lot longer than I have, so he's a lot more into it and competitively. I'm, you know, I had a lot of fun just traveling around with my brother and racing, so for me to come here, do that, and him up there by the fence cheering me on because he had a bad night, uh, that was worth it to me, you know, so, and, and here I am new, and you know, and I have Travis from Roth Racing and all those guys here, him and Michelle, they, you know, all my friends, Brent, you know, my girlfriend, everybody, it's, you know, to here to support us and, and be okay with it. For something so unfortunate, it happens. I'll come back. I learned my lesson. 
We'll do it again. We'll and come you, back. You walk up to so many trailers at the end of the night, and if somebody has a bad night, they are just <laughs> right. grumpy. Yeah, that's not poor. us. Over here, yep. you guys got beers in hand. You're <laughs> handing out T-shirts. Smiles <laughs> as far as the eye can see, and you know, that the, is what racing not is to all cut about. You off, you know, but they say it: a, a, a bad night at the racetrack's you know any better night than being at home. Oh yeah. So it's it you know. California, you know, it's it's nice there. There's a lot of great people there, but we only get to race one night a weekend. You know, they it used to be Friday, Saturdays, maybe Sundays, but um, unless they're doing a two-day show, that's all we got. So we can come here, race three different tracks, and it, it's a blast. So not to catch you off guard, but no. I've been doing a little bit of talking in some of the other podcasts, um, actually mainly just podcasts that I've been sitting there by myself ranting and screaming <laughs> about. But what are your guys' car counts like Um before I let you get back into that, um, like Eagle, you know, we get B and C features oh, almost man. every night in the sport <laughs> yeah. mods, and then you go an hour down the road, and they get twelve cars. What are your car counts like in California? So our our typical car count on a weekend, which is a Saturday night show, we're maybe anywhere from fourteen to maybe twenty cars. If it's not like a big memorial show or something, we'll have thirty, forty cars, but. Um, just because people are willing to travel for the weekend. But our weekly show, it, it's like there's not a whole lot of people wanting to do weekend racing uh, anymore. And so that's why we come back here. It helps. And, and we, we, do, we support our local track 100%. We go every weekend, every chance we can get, whether it's Santa Maria Speedway, Bakersfield Speedway, Merced. Fumble. It's still rolling. We're All good. Right. But, um, no, and, and it's great. There's, it's tough competition there. It, it's hard, and it and even to come back here to Eagle, you know, there's what 42 cars I think checked in tonight in sport I think mods. That's right, and you know that it's unreal to come see that. And I wish we could get more of that at home, but you know, it's a different place. It's a, a different city, city life, people's financial stuff. It's it's a little different. So that's that's why we like to come back here and try to race, race our way through stuff. And uh, you know, and you want to beat the best. Well, we're trying to do it at home, but we still like to enjoy ourselves too. So. That's why we come here. <laughs> I just I I've said it a thousand times tonight already, but I just think that is so great that you guys will come and make the trip for nothing more than having fun and hanging out with people that you don't get to see all the time. Of course, you know our our families get to hang out. Our friends, we we all met racing, you know, with Brent and, and his family and his kids, and you know, and uh, it's it's just you can't beat the racing family at all. You know, I mean, you could door someone and come up. They might be mad about it, you know, but you know what? After that, you're going to drink a beer and say, hey, come back. Exactly. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> so, but we're, we're happy to be here, plan to come back here more and support our stuff at home. But, uh, you know, and, and it's people like you that get us here, help us, you know, and it's, it's a blast. I, there's nothing I can argue with anything. So. Man, last year we bumped shoulders just a little bit, you know, <laughs> hey there, how you doing? But it, it's great to just stand around here and BS, so um, we'll kind of get back to it. I know we've got another one from your camp online here next, yep. but run us through some sponsors on the 17 machine. Oh, man, there, there's a bunch of people. If you we know. need to walk to the car, we can. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's a bunch of people. I mean, I, I me and my brother at Baker Fabrication, that stuff helped out a lot. You know, my sister Ashley with Fat Barrel Productions. It's gone a long ways. We got Dave's Reed or Dave Reeves. Um, uh, we have Steve Tweedy, uh, which is my my girlfriend's dad, and 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 her. You know, they they they're the ones honestly helped me get to where I'm at with it. I got my boss, my buddy, my friends, everybody I work with at my shop from Elite Measurements. <laughs> you know, obviously my my sister in law helps out a lot too, and 
you know, they without any of those people behind us, we wouldn't be able to come here and actually enjoy ourselves and have fun. Absolutely so, right. Can't, can't thank them enough. I mean, so. Really um, takes an army to build a race car. Well, once again, Adam, it's great to just hang out and catch up with you and finally, you know, kind of put a face to yeah, a name. exactly. You know, Facebook can only go so far until you get to shake the hand with the person that you're at with their state. So. Yep. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thanks again for talking to of me. Course. I want to wish you guys the best of the luck for the rest of summer, and it sounds like we'll see you over in Boone. Of course. Yep. We'll see you back. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. Anytime, man. Thanks for tuning in to Roland Race News. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in, race fans. Welcome back to Roland Race News, part three of our trifecta of California drivers. We'll see if I can get this name right. I am hanging out with the Baker buddy, Brent Curran, the yeah. AMOD guy that they brought along. Brent, what do you think of your first Nebraska swing? Uh, Nebraska is absolutely amazing. Um, I've really enjoyed the hospitality. The people around here are second to none. Um, had a really good time. Went down to Kansas for a little bit yesterday, too. Uh, we did Boone last year, but that was just one track. But being out here and just racing is um, valuable seat time for me right now. This is only our fourth race ever in the A mod after bumping up from Sport Mods last year. So, How long um, were you in the Sport Mods? Sport Mods, we were in three years. Um, we ended up uh, making the big dance last year at Boone, started 23rd and finished 9th in that one. and then I knew kinda, I'd seen your name before. Yeah, kind of decided to make the move this year. Um, I'm not... I've done this for so long. I started in quarter midgets when I was in two, or in 2002 um, when I was seven, and then um, I've always motivated myself more by chasing the competition and trying to get better and not letting uh, money hold me back. And if it does hold me back at that point, then it's probably better that I just put it on the shelf. But I just I'm a very competitive person, and if I can chase the competition and stuff like that, then I'm doing what I need to do. Absolutely, man. That's awesome. Um I guess we'll kind of take it away from the racetrack and go to the studio. I understand that you've got a podcast back We home? do, we do. It's uh, me, my buddy Joe Peterson, and um, Ryan DeForest. There's three of us on the deal. It's called On the Hammer Podcast. Um, talk racing coast-to-coast, coast, any kind of racing. We mainly focus on the stuff that we know best, the IMCA stuff, um, and then the modifieds, and then kind of just our points of view and the way we see racing now and where and stuff like that. We were actually just um, overheard some conversation about California versus... Um, versus out here and stuff like that and um you we kind of see drivers succeed more and um get to race a lot more out here because um you got to mind your equipment a lot better you're racing three four nights a week versus one and then having a week to fix your car um so um but anyway back to the podcast yeah just racing coast to coast um late model stuff get the fans involved ask them questions um However they feel, focus on that, too. Just have a good time with the guys in the garage. We're nothing crazy, just having a good time. Hey, that's that's really what it's all about. Whether you're racing or podcasting, if you're not having fun doing it, you really have no business exactly. doing it. Exactly. It's a lot of money. We, like, we, we thought we were a little in over our heads at the beginning, but we're kind of getting it figured out now and growing a little bit of a fan base. But it's, it's better just to sit in the garage with a beer in our hands and talk and... Um, be away from the racetrack and just get our feelings out a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. So a struggle that I've had with the podcasting deal is it, it amazes me how many people don't have interest in just coming and sitting in front of a microphone. It, it's like they're scared, but like you say, it's yeah. really just a buddy, you know. 
it you spend sixty thousand dollars or what whatever you spend on your race car. I don't care if it's five. I don't care if it's fifty. Right. But you hard earned money either way. Yeah, you spend <laughs> all this hard earned time and money to go race. And then it's like, you don't even want to talk about it? Are you that afraid of a microphone in front of your face? Because we can put a beer in front of your face, too. Yeah, it's, um, we just, it's kind of, we get a lot of input. The That's the thing that I've struggled with a lot is the input. And then no, um, like, you're like, well, pick up a mic and try it yourself or something like that. Let's talk about it. And they're like, no, 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 no. And it's like, well, you just had an opinion a minute ago. Let's talk about it. And it's, and we kind of, we get a lot of views based on the debates and stuff. It's all fun. It's all fun. And we have, we agree to disagree at the end of the day, but it's a lot of, we get a lot of, everybody's got a different opinion and you got to respect that. But at the end of the day, we just have a really good time talking about seeing things. Uh, Joe is an announcer actually. So he sees things from a different perspective and a different side of the fence than we do. I love Um, that. Ryan races sport mods and then I run the a mods now. So we kind of got them covering a lot of the bases. And then I actually just ran my first open wheel race in a midget in Ventura last week. So we're kind of, broadening our horizons a little bit building the resume and getting a little bit more knowledge out there too so shifting back from the podcast talking about running a midget and running an a mod what do you like better um uh, man i it, it's all I, you, racing right you give me a wheelbarrow with a motor in it and put me out there with other people with a wheelbarrow motor in it and i'll race them it doesn't matter to me i'll drive anything um i grew up in quarter midgets ran those for a little bit mini cups and um, baby grands on pavement and then um, kind of started doing my own thing right out of high, or high school. I got three jobs. I worked from 7 o'clock in the morning until about 3 or 4 as a night stalker, just so I can uh, – six days a week so I can afford – I think I started in a four-banger by myself, and uh, which is back there is uh, the IMCA Sport Compacts and stuff like that. Okay. It's the same thing. Uh, started there, and then uh, father-in-law got involved. Uh, we moved up into the hobby stock ranks. We ran that for one year and one year only. And um, jumped straight into the sport mods. One one of the bigger races we have back in California called the Pat Pettit Shootout. My very first year in one of those, and um, pretty successful. Uh, four race, four four future wins the first year, nine the second year, and then I think four or five the last year that we were in it. And then, like I said, making the big dance at the Super Nationals, and then finally. Um, a series of very fortunate events led us into the A-Mod, so here we are, and we're trying to get our feet in these things now. Are you uh, with the Razor Chassis Gang, too? No, we actually, um, we have a victory circle. It's based out of um, Bakersfield, California, where we come from, Um, but I have to say um, Travis Roth, while we've been here, has been very hands-on and helping me through the transition from the Sport Mod to the A-Mod. I personally very underestimated the transition from the Sport Mod to the A-Mod, um, and then, um, Chris, um, back at victory circle has been very, um, amazing and hands-on with getting us set into those things too. So it's, um, back to the racing community. It's whether you're driving their chassis or not, whatever, everybody's there to help. And, um, especially out here, it's just been second to none. It's great to find hospitality like that. I'm gonna have to come make it out there and come hang out with you guys sometime. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. We, um... I mean, it's California. What can you, you got everything out there. As, as much as uh, me and my wife are talking about making the move, and we lived in Tennessee for a little bit, and we did that for a little while too, and we'd love to come out here and be able to race as much because uh, my kid will be four next, um, next month, and he's getting into the racing stuff now. So 
um, if we're able to find a career out here and be able to buy our money a little bit better than California, then that's that's an adult decision at that point. So um, as much as California's got everything from coast to coast and the people are great too, um, it's a good time out there, but we really enjoy our time out here too. Well, we definitely are glad that you came around just to come out and hang out for the weekend. Whether you go out and win the thing or just go out and have fun, we're definitely glad to have you out here. Run us through some sponsors and support that help make things like this possible. Yeah, first and foremost, um, my in-laws, my um, father-in-law, Tim, and my mother-in-law, Michelle, um, they bend over backwards to make my program go around the racetrack. Um, We brought on a new sponsor this year, Aegis Fire Systems. Um, they've really jumped on board in a snap of a finger this year. So um, we went from nothing with them. It's actually my um, where my father-in-law works. He works for them. But they jumped on board from zero to 100 real fast. Um, so we got them on board. Um, the Bakers, obviously, they've helped me out whenever and however they can. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I got to cheat and look at the car. Steadfast Construction, Randy, he's been with us for about six years now, five, six years now. Um, on the Hammer podcast, obviously got to shout them out. They got us, on, or we're on the car. So, um, All Flow Muffler and Auto Repair, Danny um, and Jeff Erickson down at All Flow. They've supported me since the Four Banger days, too. Um, let's see, RJ Landscaping, um, the Millers back there, they've um, jumped on this year, too. And another racing, racers helping racers. They race, too. So, um, they've helped us out a ton. Chris over at Victory Circle, um, Montavo Motorsports. We actually, this is our fourth night in the car. Would have been five, but we blew a motor putting it on the trailer the very first night we put the car together. Oh, no. um, so Montavo Motorsports jumped in, got us a motor. Um, we were able to throw that thing together, and we're here doing what we're doing now. So without them, we wouldn't even, this trip wouldn't even have been possible. Um, Scott and Jess Foster, they're another big player in my program. Help me out however, whenever they can. And then last but not least, I think um, Branded Designs helping me with the wrap design stuff. I actually fortunate enough to be able to get my hands on and design some of the stuff myself. I'm a graphic designer too. so. Um, but he helps me out with it, cleans it up a little bit. Um, we work together, which is really cool. It's cool to be part of it. And then not necessarily a sponsor, but another shout-out that I got to put on there. Um, we got the Suicide Awareness Hotline on the top of our car. I think that's something that's really close to home and big in the racing community that doesn't get enough recognition. And um, we got that on the car, too, to um, support them. And then one more, to, last but not least, of course, my wife, my kids, my family. Without them, this we wouldn't be doing this. And for them to be as um, participate in it and involved in it as they are, I couldn't ask for a better situation. Well, dude, it's I can't tell you how much or how incredible it's been to meet up with you guys and Adam and Brian it's just great to see, you know, you guys are clear out on the left coast. Wait, am I, am I, my geography right? I think yep, that's left, the left coast. coast. Left coast. You guys <laughs> come clear out on the left coast, and then you come over here to Nebraska and talk about hospitality. But I have met three very hospitable dudes tonight. I want to thank you for sitting down and chatting with me. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to, make sure you check out On the Hammer. And if you're looking for a fast modified to watch in the California area, check out Brett Curran. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks again, man. I think that's going to do it for this week's Roland Race News. Thanks to each and every one of you for tuning in. We'll come back with a fresh episode when I feel like it. All right. For everybody that stayed tuned into that, thank you so much for listening to this. Um, I'm not going to say this week's edition. We'll just go with this month's edition. I'm going to keep 
plugging away, trying to find more quality content and interviews for you guys. But again, thank you so much for listening. If you listened all the way through and we talked to Brent Kieran, we talked about On The Hammer podcast, check those guys out wherever podcasts can be found. If you're into the... I guess if you're a driver, I really think that On The Hammer is the podcast for you because it talks about a ton of issues that every race car driver deals with. They go to it in depth. They have a really good time. It's a couple of friends out of California. Check out On The Hammer podcast. And no matter what you do... Get yourself out to your local racetrack this weekend and have a good time. We'll see you next time on Roland Race News.